Hi, my name is Kaylina. I'm 20 years old and my nickname is Baby. Let's fucking go. Hi, hello. Here we are again. Second podcast episode thingy. I know you missed my voice. That is why, well, (laughs) that is why you came back for more because you missed all of this. You missed me. I know it. It's fine. Um, excuse me, I just had a bowl of honey bunches of oats, so I was a little raspy there for a second. But today, um, I want to talk about my whole baby thing. Um, I mean, if you don't even know I have a baby thing, keep listening, and then you will know. Um, I think it's pretty evident, um, I mean, my first book of poetry that I published, um, in 2018 was called 18-Year-Old Baby, uh, but before that... It was a stupid tattoo idea that kind of morphed into literally my whole identity, my whole brand online with my poetry, my whole, literally changed my life. Um, So I guess I kind of want to just start, like, I was probably about 17, no, I was younger, shoot. I think it was like 15 or 16 when I kind of discovered that that was like my favorite pet name. It was like, you know, there's Darling, there's Sweetie, there's Honey. I think everyone has their own favorite. Some, it could be babe, but I, I, I like baby. And um, there was kind of this whole identity thing with myself because, you know, my mom remarried when I was 12. So it was just me and my brother. And then it became four brothers and one sister. So it was like, you know, at 12 years old, I went from being the oldest to being the second oldest, to being the only girl, to being not the only girl anymore. Um, It was a big change. And then, you know, my older brother was five years older than me. So when I came into the picture at 12, he was 17 and already like doing the adult things. Like, I don't know, Um, (laughs) like he was gone. Um, You know, he drove and had girlfriends and I I was 12, I didn't have that. (laughs) So it was kind of like, I was kind of the oldest. We even had the joke that, like, I was really the adult and I was also raising all of the siblings. Like, I I was the the ordained oldest. I just had to take care of everyone. Um, It it was a joke, but, like, um, that's kind of how it was. Like, I mean, you know, definitely by the time uh, we all lived together, I think there was always at a point where... I was constantly living with brothers. Um, I think my stepsister um, would come and visit during the summer and certain holidays because she lived with her mom. And so there was always boys in the free, like always, like my grandma will tell you, like Jesus Christ, so many boys. And (laughs) that was a lot. And then having such of an age difference. So it's like, I think right now, (laughs) I think right now, um, it's like, how old is he? 25 26 did he just i don't remember it's okay he doesn't remember our birthdays either so it's fine 25 i'm 20 i think wait no no he's 26 because i will be 21 this year and then it goes 19 he's gonna be 19 right dear lord um one of there's two close in age, it was like 1819 or 1818, can't remember. And then <laughs> she's gonna be turning 15 this year, and then it's a seven-year-old. He just turned seven. So like that's a lot. 
that is a lot. And then it was definitely weird when like some of, one of us was a teenager, one of us was an adult, and then the rest were just like little chitlins, as I call them, just like little beans running around the house, like playing the TikToks. Like it was, they're still doing that, but like it's weird to me. They're all like driving now, and it's disgusting. Um, so that's that's kind of where it was. It was kind of just this like you know, coming in at 12, but, like, having to babysit, but also I'm not old enough to, like, be a smartass like I am and to talk back. So it was, it was, it was, like, this weird, are you an adult, are you a child thing? So having simultaneously so much responsibility and so little responsibility was very confusing. I I was given lots of lectures growing up about how I need to take responsibility for my actions. You have, you, you know, have a lot of people depending on you. And then it was like, I'm 14. Who's, <laughs> who's depending on me? But like, that's just kind of the role you get as an older sibling. But it was definitely really confusing, I think, for me growing up. So being called baby was like a term of endearment. You know, that's a pet name. That's what you give to like a significant other. For me, that term, like, that's just, I call you that if I care about you. Like I call, I think I called my dad baby once. Like that was just like, I, it slipped out. I was like, oh, I care about you. I'm going to call you baby. I call my friends baby. Like, I hope you call me baby. <laughs> like, I hope you care. And like, it's just kind of, I mean, that's, it's not directly related to dirty dancing, but it's just kind of like how a word changes its meaning when it, it becomes like your inside thing. Like my older brother's nickname is Chubby. I don't call him that anymore because he hates it because to him that's the adjective with a negative connotation but to me that's just your name like that's just the same thing as as you know Frey or like Liam or Cornelius like that's just your name to me like that I don't see any like negative to it so it's like if I call you baby and you're like god that's weird I'm like that's just your name that that's your whole identity to me right now I care about you I adore you you are baby to me now so um that's just kind of like and it was like a name of comfort for some reason I, I just I I loved it and so I wrote 18 year old baby for the button poetry contest back in 2017 so I probably wrote that book. Yeah, I probably wrote that book. Like I, I found out about the, con the, the, the contest the day it opened and I wrote poetry nonstop uh, for two months until I had a book um, in January. So like the contest opened November 15th and it closed January 5th and I, I wrote constantly like I lived and breathed poetry I was writing at work I was a hostess I was writing on scraps of paper I was like talking in poetry out loud I was making voice recordings like anything to just make a book and it got rejected so that was really nice um <laughs> it got rejected um yeah and I had the book I had whole manuscript I was like maybe I can get this professionally published like I don't know I didn't know what I was gonna do with it I just had a book and I was really proud of it um it's kind of you know it's amateur looking back it, that's always it's gonna be I mean these podcasts are gonna be amateur tomorrow like always learn always learn um and so I I had this book and I had I had a book of so many things I wanted to say and I really wasn't afraid to share it so it was like what do I do with this and 
a lot of you know that I adore the R&B singer Her. And if you don't know I adore her, now you do know. Um, it's H-E-R, Her is her name. It stands for Having Everything Revealed. And this is kind of where, like, my entire life changed. <laughs> um, because I did want this tattoo for a while. Like, I wrote the book when I was 17. And that's about when I had the idea for the tattoo, even though I've kind of, like, loved the pet name since I was about 15 or whatever. And so, <clears throat> it was kind of a matter of when. And then there was still an insecure part of me that was like, this is kind of dumb. Like, it is very personal to me, but, you know... What are people going to say when I have, like... And actually, now I know what they say. <laughs> no one ever sees it because of I have enough hair for three people on top of my head. So, like, you don't ever see it unless my hair is in a high, high bun. Like, all the hair is out of my face. Even in a ponytail, like, you don't notice it. And that's probably why my parents didn't mind that I got it. Because they were like, no one's going to freaking see that tattoo. And they're right. No one does. <laughs> um, so, I... Um, I wanted it on the back of my neck, um, because that is a very sensitive part. Um, fun fact, when I am kissed on the back of my neck, um, on the side that you kiss me, I get intense goosebumps, like, only- but only on the side that you kiss me. So, like, you can try and kiss the back of my neck, like, right under the tattoo, but you're gonna lean to one side, and my arm and my leg on that side only will get the bumpiest of goosebumps that you have ever seen in your entire life like it just happens <laughs> I don't know why um so that was kind of like a personal spot back there I'm 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 definitely a romantic a hopeless romantic so I, I love relationships I love my friendships I love people I really do and so there was kind of this want to kind of put the tattoo in the back of my neck to kind of take back the power and I'll circle back to the R&B singer in a second but that's why the tattoo was important in the first place. I mean, before I wrote the book, before I wrote poetry, it was like I kind of wanted to take back my power from these guys. Like, you know this thing about me and you don't have the right to. Like, that's not, I'm baby. Like, the guys don't make me baby. I, at the end of the day, care about myself. I love myself, so I'm baby. And so that was really girly and that was super deep or whatever. That it was just, I, t I would tell people that and they're like, oh, okay, that's really weird. And I'm like, all right, thank you for listening for 10 minutes. Um, <laughs> see ya. Uh, so I didn't know what I wanted to do. At this point, I wrote the book, had the idea, loved the word baby. And she, her, meaning her, she comes out with her EP and it's just you know her self-titled her ep her first ep and i love it like if you literally haven't listened to it like that's literally r&b gold it's beautiful she's going down in history she's like barely a year older than me she's also a cancer so i'm gonna love her <laughs> and um she was opening for chris brown and i was like I told my boyfriend at the time, I was like, we need to sacrifice everything and go. Like, I will break my host money bank. All of the tips that I've made host, I will break it. I will go in the negative. And he was like, all right, let's go. So we drove to Charlotte. This is the first big trip we ever took. And her meet and greet was right after her performance. So she opened for Chris Brown. So we didn't see Chris Brown 
because also fuck him we just went straight to the meet and greet she's we saw her perform i cried and then we went to go in the meet and greet and so this is june 2018 so she has she's opening for chris brown but in this meet and greet room it's like in the back of the venue in charlotte north carolina and there's like not even 20 people in the room i mean there was 20 people in the room but like five or six of them were her people and then the rest was meet and greet like it was super intimate it was weird because i idolized her like i adored her so much it was like you need a bigger room you need a bigger stage you need a bigger longer line but it was like we were kind of the last and it was so slipshod because i think some people like just kind of walked in they're like yeah, all right you can come and meet her but like just keep it on the dl and so like i don't think some people paid i think most of us did but i know some people in the back was like you gotta wait last but like you can come and see her because I saw it on Instagram. They were like, man, I had a horrible night and then I got the chance to meet the singer and it was awesome. And I was like, I paid. <laughs> Can I have $70 back, please? But no. No, it was good. And I think my boyfriend at the time was like, you're going to freak out. Like, you're going to pass out from so much excitement. And I was like, no, I won't. No, I won't. Shut up. No, I won't. So there was like this need to prove him wrong that I was completely fine and completely mature and could totally handle meeting someone who would change my life forever. So <laughs> I was super calm. Like I had shaky hands, but I was like, yeah, we're fine. I'm good. I'm good. And so we get up there and she was super nice. And we, she was like, I love your hair. And I'm like, God, I love your hair. And <laughs> we took, she was so nice. And there was enough time to where it was like, they just took the photos off my phone and they were like um you know you can have one with just you and her you know your boyfriend can have one with her and then we had one with all three of us so we had enough time for that and then i like mentioned i wrote poetry and she's like oh you do and i was like yeah <laughs> and, um i was like actually i kind of want to get a tattoo could you write like autograph the word baby like on She's like autographed a, a photograph of herself, which I actually have behind my computer that I'm looking at right now. And she wrote, you know, two colon baby Kaylina. And it was in thick, fat ass permanent marker. And I was like, that's not what I wanted. <laughs> that's like, mm, okay. All right, whatever. Um, but that was amazing. That was very surreal. We left right after, um, had some Waffle House, I think. We were very tired. Um, and I was still not sure I wanted to get the tattoo. Um, she wrote it in thick black marker. I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like, if I have it thinned, is it even going to be her handwriting? Like, it's still dumb. And so I just waited. And then that same year, so we, we saw her in June. And she announced a tour. Her I Used to Know Her tour. She released a new EP two new EPs and went on tour for it and so I got meet and greet tickets broke my bank again my dad helped out a little bit shout out to dad um <laughs> but I was like oh my god I'm gonna get the tattoo the day of the concert the day of the meet and greet and show it to her and then at that point I had already decided to self-publish the book I was like you know what like I can try and do something I can put a show in my hometown let's let's see let's see where this goes and so I had 
the the launch was gonna the book launch was gonna be in December. Her meet and greet was November, November tenth. So I had like proof copies of the book. I, it was pretty much done. It was just kind of like, you know, I printed copies, physical copies that I could I paid cheap for that I could look it over and be like, okay, this is how it's gonna look in real life when it's printed. Is this how you want it? Is this the formatting right? So I had those and I brought two copies. I don't know why. I assumed <laughs> that the meet and greet would be at all like it was the first time <laughs> because it wasn't. This place was jam-packed for only her. It was her tour. She had openers, but this was her. She was a star of her own show. So there was like, pfft, I'm not good at estimating, 150,000? No, there was 150 to 200, maybe. I don't know. There was a lot of freaking people there, okay? There was a lot of people. Sorry if you hear yelling. That is my neighbors above. They do that. I don't say anything because I sing a lot. So I'm wondering maybe if I don't complain about all of their children running around during the coronavirus, they won't complain about me jamming to Lizzo. So yeah, I we were last in line because I had to go to the bathroom. So the show ended. We had to work the next day, we're tired, but I'm pretty sure we waited in line for like an hour, hour and a half. But it, I mean, it went fast and we finally got there and I didn't even give, cause I, I went with my boyfriend at the time again and I didn't even give him the space to talk to her. I was just like, hi, do you remember me? I had you to sign a word on, uh, on a sheet of paper and I got a tattoo on my body. It's in your handwriting forever. And I also wrote poetry and I brought a book and I don't know if you want to read it, but I have it. And um, <laughs> she was like, holy shit. Yeah, I remember you. Holy crap. And I like, I lifted up my hair, showed her the tattoo really quick. And she was like, holy crap, like mouth over hand, like holy crap. And I was like, yeah, like I love you. <laughs> um, and then we took a picture. We got a Polaroid. And that time there was like no time to get individual pictures. It was just all together. And I, and someone overheard me talking about that. Like someone in the meet and greet, like crew, um, that was like working uh, backstage with her or whatever. And she was, looked at me and she was like, oh my God, you need to like sign it and give it to her. Like you need to sign your book and give it to her. And I was like, well, it's gotta open. She could sign it. Cause she's the famous one. And I would like another tattoo. And she was like, no, girl, that's how you network. And I was like, that sounds really dumb. Like, she probably gets this stuff all the time. Like, I'm not trying to be bashful. Like, I really don't want her to... But she stopped the meet and greet line. The lady stopped the meet and greet line and was like, does anybody have a pen? Found a pen. I, like, signed it for some reason and was like, thank you, baby, in the book. And she's like, is your contact information in there? And I was like, yeah, my Instagram and my Twitter handle's on there. And she was like, okay, cool. And I, like gave it to her the singer and she was like oh wow thank you and i'm like sorry and she told me to do this i didn't mean to bother you like the meet and greet is still going on like there's still people trying to meet this woman and i just come in here giving her my book and i'm like i'm so sorry so sorry um and then we just left and that was surreal that was my ex has a video of me literally like i still can't believe that it happened till still to this day i just can't so um that was really crazy and we we saw her in atlanta the second time and that was the first show of her new tour so i was like she's busy that was a lot they're probably you know fixing choreography and stuff for the next show how to make it better and um i got a message on tuesday 
was three days after the show, after we met her, after I gave her my book, I was sitting with my doctor asking for anxiety medication and I just get a direct message on Instagram from her and she says, you, you're going to inspire so many women. I read your book. It's my new favorite. Um, you're going to inspire so many women, young and old. Uh, just keep doing what you're doing, basically. And I was like, holy crap. I, uh, her just slid into my DMs. <laughs> what the frick? This isn't real. And my doctor's talking to me and I squealed in front of my doctor. I was like, ah! and she was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. Something really amazing just happened. I'm fine. She's like, okay, we're going to definitely get you that prescription for anxiety medication. I was like, thank you. <laughs> and I, I, I responded. I was like, thank you. And then I, I used the screenshot of her direct message in 18-year-old baby. And so, like, at that point, she was, she was on tour. And then... Uh, <laughs> She went on Jimmy Fallon <laughs> to perform, and I was like, should I ask for her permission? Like, her whole brand is, um, you know, don't see me, see the music, listen to the music. Don't worry about the person performing or the celebrity, like, worry about what's in the music. And so I didn't want to have, like, I didn't know if the message that she sent me was too personal, that it would, it would interrupt that brand. So I sent her another message. I was like, hi. Congrats on Jimmy Fallon. Uh, <laughs> can I use your DM in my book, please? And she was like, yeah, sure. Thank you for asking. I was like, I don't know if it messed up your brand or anything. She was like, no, you're so sweet. You're good. So I have a whole conversation <laughs> with this woman in my direct messages on Instagram. And two months later, because I think the Grammys were in February, this woman wins two Grammys for her EP, not even an album, just the first EP she ever put out and a song with Daniel Caesar. And so I have a tattoo and a Grammy award winning singer's handwriting. That is crazy. I have had a conversation on Instagram with a Grammy award winning singer and very quickly the word baby kind of turned from like, I don't know, like a little dream, like a little idiot thing you think when you're a kid and it turns into like the most important thing in your life, which is how dreams happen. I just didn't ever think it would happen like this. And it's silly to say it's a dream, but like, <laughs> I mean, as you can see, the word baby is very important to me. I have it tattooed on my flesh forever. So it's, it's never going. It's never going away. So... I don't know, that was crazy. That was really... <laughs> Obviously, I'm having a hard time reprocessing now after two years. But let me just say, when she goes on tour again, I am there. I don't have any money because of the coronavirus. But I will break... I will go into the negative. I will find somewhere in my savings the amount of money needed to meet this woman. Um, <laughs> and I will show her, like, I... Publish the second book, please read it. <laughs> but yes, thank you, her, for changing my freaking life. And that's the story behind my baby tattoo and my baby nickname. I hope to see you next time. Bye, guys.